Yo, what's up? It's the More Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakers, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. Episode 101. I still, I feel like I'm still going off the high of episode 100. We are. You know what I'm saying? Like, this whole triple digits thing feel like it's some still getting adjusted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, 101, 102. You know what I'm saying? 101. You know what I mean? Uh, I actually got some, some good feedback about the uh, 100th episode. I really, I really appreciate um and I, I appreciate a couple of people you know what i'm saying hit me up and and let me know they was actually going back to some older episodes and uh they was talking about how we was discussing branding and different things like that and how they didn't at the at a certain point in time didn't look at a certain viewpoint um and it's interesting because um it's a guy who who cut who come through and cut the grass for us and you know what i'm saying he's been tapping into the podcast and it's pretty dope um so so i'm no i'm finna i'm finna take the second to uh pull up his his ig so i can make sure i'm uh giving him giving him the proper giving him the proper flowers um that uh perfect touch line care okay you know what i'm saying he does he does an amazing amazing job black on um make sure you go follow him on, on instagram you know what i'm saying um He's affordable. He get the job done. Um, yeah, he he take he hold it down. He do a pretty good job for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and like I appreciate him for you know what I'm saying holding it down. Shout out to Will for return referring us. You know what I'm saying? Really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's who we talked about was a guest on the podcast a couple times before. Um. And all that good stuff. So shout out to you. Appreciate you for tapping into the podcast and it being beneficial to you in ways that you didn't realize it would be. Um, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, f- I'm feeling I'm feeling good as well. You know what I'm saying? Like August went by pretty fast. You know what I'm saying? We get into that space where you know you hit in September, and then it's like you blink and then you hit November. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm ready for like the weather to break a little bit. Me too. Sorry. You know, and, and it was was funny is like I was listening to the, uh, I think it was a podcast in July. And we was already talking about fall. How <laughs> we was ready for the weather because to break. We like fall. No, no, that's no, that's a fact. You know, what I'm saying we like we like the fall sweat. Like we like the jackets, sweater, yeah, layering, cardigan, yeah. yeah, people. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's 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 definitely a fact for sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, one thing we've been following for a nice little while now. Um, is Nike and Giant Geiger lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's been back and forth. And it's something that kind of went quiet, at least from Nike standpoint or from media standpoint. Uh, we would hear little things. I follow Giant Geiger, so I would see little um, little things he would post about kind of like disclosing what's going on without disclosing what's going on, talking about like the stresses and the mental uh, imbalances that he was dealing with with going through this process. Yeah. Um, but now, you know what I'm saying, the situation is over. And I haven't seen an independent um brand come out on top in this way. Um I'm kinda glad to see it 'cause yeah. Another thing he was always saying was, you know, he wasn't gonna let them David and Goliath him kinda, you know, right. just because he was more independent. Um, he wasn't backing down right from and he what didn't. he believed, so 
Yeah, and he didn't. And you know what I'm saying? So so basically they came to a resolution. They came to a mutual agreement. They said they respect John Geiger as a designer. Mm-hmm. And they said in order for him to be able to continue, you know what I'm saying, if I'm not mistaken, the uh the G F O one. Um I mean that's a GF, I'm sorry. G J O one. Um <laughs> J G Oh one, my bad. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I got like dyslexia right now. Uh, but as long as he made certain adjustments, which um today I saw a post of the soul, mm-hmm. which the soul seemed like it was a little bit slimmer. Um, certain things about the soul he added like some contrast of writing, um, different notches in the soul, different things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if these are the only monetary changes that has come from come from this situation but it's definitely you know what i'm saying that's what they they're showing that's definitely what they're showing as mm-hmm. of right now and what's been interesting also is that he's continued to sell these shoes like through the whole process of the lawsuit so i guess that in their agreement as well that these changes don't have to come until 2023 because you know what i'm saying that's what he put put on his post that these souls will be coming out in the following year okay um do you think this uh his trademark helped him yeah that was that was a big thing i think he had a lot of a lot of ducks in a row and then he had a great lawyer if i'm not mistaken he had the same lawyer that that yay had you know what I'm saying when he was battling against uh like walmart or something like that did he yeah okay. I, be- I believe i believe so so you know what i'm saying so he, he made sure he had immaculate re- representation and then also he had stuff to back up you know what i'm saying what he was doing you know what I'm saying? So I think that definitely uh, helped out in many facets. Because um, a lot of times they usually make you pause and stop or stop uh, production. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you're going through these type of proceedings. So the fact that he didn't have to do that, you know what I'm saying? That was something telling in itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shout out to him. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like this was a big a big win for the independent community. Yes. Um, And... I, it was a big win for him, obviously. Um, and shout out to Nike for coming to a reasonable thing because it, like, obviously, it's not about money at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because they're a big corporation. But you can tell that they, you know, because they've been going through these, all these lawsuits, right? Yeah. And it's been going from independent to, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So. And all these other lawsuits, it seemed like they just went dead. Like, we ain't heard nothing else about them. You know what I'm saying? Or they just stopped and stopped. Or they just, and... yeah. Um, but they didn't do production or something. Right. But, you know what I mean? Like like I say, when it comes to this situation, it's dope. And I've been following, like, the whole time. You know what I mean? Really interested to see, like, how it panned out. And I, I really did feel like that he would come out on top in this situation. Um, especially after like seeing the trademarks and and I did feel like the silhouette, uh, shape. You know what I mean? It did have its differences. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it wasn't enough for their liking. Yeah. But now they have, you know, what I'm saying, made the adjustments that need to be made. So hopefully, we don't hear nothing about this again. You know what I'm saying? That everybody can move forward in the space that they need to. You know. Um, you got anything you want to add on that? No. um so you know i'm saying um at the end of the last podcast you know since it was 
a podcast that we reflect over, you know what I'm saying, the previous episodes and everything. We had ended off talking about Irv Gotti. Um and his and his messiness from from Jing Champs talking about Ashanti. Um but before I get into that, you know what I'm saying, like I've been actively watching the Murder Inc., you know what I'm saying, documentary on BT. Okay. And it's been a dope documentary. I obviously learned things that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that um, Ja Rule was in a group prior to. What group? Um, Cash Money Click. Yeah, Cash Money Click was a group that that he was into. Um, like, and like the Cash Money Brothers? It was called Cash Money Click. That's what it was called. You know what I'm saying? It was him and another guy. I forgot what the other artist's name was. But um, he basically... Brung Ja Rule on, and you know what I'm saying? Like, they end up signing, you know what I'm saying, Ja Rule to, you know what I'm saying, individually, and you know, it grew on from there. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, it was a lot, of, it was a lot of different things that I learned. Uh, when it got to like the Ashanti like situation, it was very interesting. Obviously, on Drink Champs, he really got very vocalized about that situation and very in depth and detailed. Um, but if you like into nostalgia, if you into like, 2000 hip hop and all that type stuff and you was or even if you was like around and paying attention at that time when they was going through the indictment and all the shit they was going through mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of information that you don't know or didn't see just because you weren't privy to right but you know what i'm saying now and then now back, you connect the dots back then you know it they weren't as upfront with information like we are now like we can just go on instagram or click on any type of social media platform twitter and find out like what's going on with something in the background but uh so um so did you see the part about shanti uh ashanti and irv Gotti? yeah i did i did so what did they say so basically he kind of he he they introed it was talking about how she had a record deal and how mm-hmm. she got out of that record deal and ended up working with like Irv. Like so at first it was just about coming to the studio. It wasn't really about um them like really signing her. Okay. It was just about her kinda like getting her legs under her, uh herself, like learning the industry a lot more. Okay. Um, so she would be in the studio recording. Like that's how she actually uh like so the song with J Lo and um Ja Rule, I'm real. Yeah. So she, um, so Ashanti is like doing the background vocals on that joint. Yeah, I heard that. I've heard. You know that what I'm before. saying? So, so that was like her first little intro joint, and you know what I'm saying. Slowly but surely, she was working her way up and working her way into like songs and and different stuff like that. And in the space of them being in the studio together so much, <laughs> obviously, well, from from his under from what he says, you know what I'm saying? They grew they grew fond of each other. And then, you know what I'm saying, talked about her and her velour, juicy <laughs> couture pants. <laughs> mm, mm. And, you know what I'm saying, he and he, he spoke on how one night um, she needed a ride home. And he was saying how he would give her a ride home and how he grabbed her by the ass and kissed her in the mouth. <laughs> you know what Who says some shit like that, though? Obviously, Irv Gotti. <laughs> like, why would you say it like that, though? Hey, like, I ain't, like. Irv Gotti is like very, very unfiltered person. Like he, he like how he said is how he said. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I mean, I get that, but it's it seems like um, I don't know. Mm-mm. 
I think I think you know what I'm saying like I think the drink champs like conversation and like obviously he was drinking and everything else as well but I think that was the more in-depth thing where they was talking about like how he found out she was messing with Nelly and and then how it got even more messier when he was like when she not with him she was with me you know what I'm saying like and that was even messy because he was married yeah yeah you know what I'm saying? So it so like those those was the things like So this is my like, question. Why but, even say that stuff now? So that's like, what I was finna say. Like, do you think do you think it was Irv Gotti being Irv Gotti? Or do you feel like it was Irv Gotti being Irv Gotti and this is a good way to promote the doc? No, I don't think it's a good way to promote the doc because you being messy on somebody's name. Because Ashanti wasn't said, a part of the doc, by the way. Right. So th- you've already said that, you know, she wasn't a part of the family no more, technically, when mm-hmm. the indictments and all that stuff were going on. So why even speak on her to promote something? But you just sounded, he sounded hurt. Really hurt. He was definitely hurt. And like, so I think, so this is what I think. I think he did all this to put it out there after 20 years because she wasn't fucking with him. She wasn't getting back with Murder Inc. Cause like when you think about, when you think about what he's saying and when he was going on drink champs over and over again, he reverted back to at the end of the day, we supposed to be family. It's murder. It's this, it's that, you know what I'm saying? And I think the fact that he was, and and I think the fact because he still have feelings, and I and I think he wanted everybody to know that they that they messed around. Why? You didn't want everybody know to know that you messed around back then. I don't know. It's something. It's I don't. It's, I, I can't pinpoint it's it. It's messy. Oh yeah, it's no, it's definitely it, it's top tier messy, and it's like it has a toxic tone around the whole thing. Oh yeah, nothing but toxicity. Like you're, you're mad because you lost, but you lost back then. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Like honestly, the without even like that part about you know what I'm saying because um, what's what I think is what's interesting is like. They speak on the Shanti thing. They slightly speak on, like, him cheating a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what I'm saying? His infidelity and his marriage was, like, a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that created a lot of their music. Um, But it's also just, I feel like it's with or without, like, the Shanti like part where you're talking about the relationship. Like, I think when they was talking about her making music and, her progression within that and how she got to making her first album. I think all that was dope. Right. Um, now, see, that part makes sense because whether she's a part of the documentary or not, she was a part of that part in time. But all the other stuff about, you know, I grabbed her butt and kissed her and then all this other stuff about, like, the, all of that was unnecessary no it, it, it definitely was that herb to me that's herb being herb like i remember watching this show when ja Rule had his show mm-hmm. he had the like the little reality show about his family who ja Rule or yeah. herb Gotti? because they, herb both, they had both had one, had one. Uh-huh. but i think you know what now you got me confused well i watched both of them 
But uh, now I'm com- now I'm confused. I don't know well, if this was I Irv watched, Gotti's. Or... I watched Irv Gotti. It, that was Gotti's way. Gotti's way. Yep. And. And then Jaru, and then Jaru had I mean, one, but Irv Gotti, like, was on it though. It wasn't as interesting though, because his was more like, his was trying to be like Ren's house. Yeah, I but wasn't mistaken. Yeah, but if like I'm, I'm confused, I think I'm mixing. I don't know if I'm mixing both of them up or if I'm not. You probably are, but I, I know Jaru was on Ren's house at one point. And but, but you know what I'm saying, like. If you want to check out the documentary, take out the documentary for what it is in the history of, because they talk about Fifty Cent, they talk about, you know, what I'm saying all of that. They like um the last episode they just got into talking about Lloyd. You know what I'm saying in the indictment and what was interesting for me was how they was going through this indictment and how they were still putting out music in the midst, and so like thinking back when they playing certain songs. I'm like, damn, they was I didn't realize they I didn't even realize they was going still going through that lawsuit at this point in time when this this song dropped or this music was going on. Yeah. Yeah. What you gotta say? What you Because when once you said Lloyd, it kinda popped up too the way he was talking about Lloyd. And kind of this it everything has a tone of, you know, I made them. Mm-hmm. But with Lloyd, Lloyd, it was, I made him, but I let him out of the yeah. contract, and but I still made him. But the you same know, thing was kind of with Ashanti, but it seemed like he had to break her down into being some type of studio hoe that was messing he with did, him he, for beats. But he would, he would clarify, like, he did verbally say, you know what I'm saying, she wasn't messing with him. For a leg up or this, that, and the third. But he but said that on BET, right? No, he said that on Dream Champs. Did he? Yeah. I didn't catch it. Yeah, no, he he made he made he, he made sure he made sure he said that. When did he say that? Because you know, it was certain parts of that where it just got like real yeah. annoying. Um, I, it was in the beginning. If I'm not mistaken, it was in the beginning part. Okay. Because he wanted he was he was like, I want to clarify it ain't this and ain't that and ain't this and ain't that. I mean the clips they you know showed over and over again though. Yeah, no, it's not like I would literally watch the whole <laughs> shit all the way through. Um But you know what I'm saying? Like what was interesting about Lloyd portion from from what I had seen, because uh, they didn't I don't think they had finished it all the way like when it had ended. But um a lot of them songs mm-hmm. that was on his first album, like at least three or four of them, he had came with those songs already. Mm. So them wasn't songs that he had did with like Irv Gotti and them. So he might have re-recorded it or remastered right. it or whatever. But like those were songs he already had. Like Hey Young um what else he have? Uh Southside. Like those were songs oh, okay. he already had. And so Southside they had added a Shanti Took Southside. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, so like no, nah, this this is a really this is a really dope dope documentary and like in certain facets, you know what I'm saying, like it do make you respect Irv Gotti in certain lights when it comes to like how he handled business in certain regards. Right. You know what I mean? Cuz you see the genius in him and yeah. what genius he had because when it come to DMX, he fought for DMX to get a a record deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And different shit like that. What was interesting one thing I didn't know, I ain't I ain't know that like, like he was real strong out on X, not strong out. I want to say that, but he was, you know, what I'm saying, uh, how of ecstasy pills a lot. Who? Irv Gotti. I could believe it. 
you know what I'm saying? They were saying, like, that was a part of, like, certain downfalls that he had. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that was something that, you know, just being in the midst of, in that time, I didn't pay attention to. Man, they should have talked about the superhead part. She was a major part of Murder, Inc. No, they, they didn't mention Corinne Stephens at all. That's what they should have did. Well, but it's not over, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like, right, like, it ended off, you know what I'm saying, the episode that I watched recently, where they was talking about Supreme Team, where they talking about Griff. Okay, okay. And, like... When do it come out? That's a good That's a good question. I got it uh, recorded. Okay. So, like, I don't know if it, like... You know what? I think it come on Tuesday, if I'm not Was lying. it, like, the Master P one? The No Limit one? Um, A couple of... Uh, what was it? A couple of years? I know yeah. it was last year sometime, it's, and it's, they broke yeah. it up in, like, a... yeah. In, in, in Docu series, that's called. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's pretty much like that for sure. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. For anybody that's interested, you know what I'm saying, definitely tap into it. I think it's a good watch. Um, beyond you know what I'm saying the antics, uh, that you got from Drink Champs, but mm-hmm. I will give him credit. He definitely gave them one hell of an interview. I'm telling and, you. And shout out Drink Champs. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. They have been elevating so much different levels, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it seems like they've been really pumping out like content, you yeah. know what I'm saying? When you um, get Patty LaBelle on, yeah, and then they they had Issa Rae. Oh, I saw. Oh, uh, yeah, I watched that one. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That was I really, really that was that a really one. dope. That was a really dope joint. And what was funny was I was watching um the Issa Rae joint. She she was talking about this this show called F Boys on on HBO Max, mm-hmm. right? Man, I had to tap into it. It's it's a very interesting show. Interesting, as in, like it's messy. It's, it's, it's very interesting. It's like it's very different from like any, like one of the like dating shows. It's dating a dating reality. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was yeah. like a like a. No, nah, it's it's a straight. Like I didn't know what it was either, but I was like, shit, she fucking with it, so I'm on. I'm gonna at least tap into it to see what it is. And it's a dating show yeah. called F-Boys? Yeah, it's called F-Boys. Fuck Boys. Ah, Fuck man. Boy Island. That's what it's called. F-Boy Island. Hell no. Yo, tap, y'all tap, tap into it and it. just watch it. Yeah, like, we didn't, like, me and Justin watched the whole first season. You know what I'm saying? We tap, We just tapped into the second season. You know what I'm saying? When we get off here, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you about it. I'm, I don't want to disclose too much because I want y'all to be surprised and, like, gain y'all own opinion like, like I did from just, you know what I mean, just tapping into it. But okay. um, while while we speaking on music and like, you know what I mean, time and space and all this and that, uh, let's talk about FN Mecca, <laughs> the artificial intelligence uh rapper. I think he's I think he was the, like one of the first rappers to get like signed and then get, you know what I'm saying, ties cut with within like what, was a day. Or two days. It was a day. But you know what I'm saying, like, um, so it was an Asian guy. I don't specifically know his name, Shante. If you can look that up for me, please. And a white guy who created FM Mecca. They it was a, it was uh, they basically merged three artists together. Uh, it was Trippy Red, Lil Pump, and it was another one I never heard of before. Um, so like his look, uh, combines of all three of these artists, and 
obviously then they had a black writer for uh the raps and everything like that yes he said nigga and you know what i'm saying that was all in the uproar um so he was founded by yeah anthony martini mm-hmm. and brandon lee there you go neither and- of whom are black by the way correct but what was interesting for me is like they made sure they got a black dude to write the raps. You know what I'm saying? Like I you know what I mean? I just I just really thought that was interesting just because of the fact of just I felt like it was just like a ploy and then like low key like an attack on, on like hip hop and the state of hip hop in a way. Because really? it's like you it's like you take and it's like I've I've heard I've I've had some trippy red songs that I've enjoyed. Uh Lil Pump, I ain't gonna say that I've really listened to his music a lot. And it's not nothing due to him personally, it's just I haven't really tapped into it. Mm-hmm. Um but out of all the people that they could have merged together for a look or for you know what I'm saying, to display as an artist, you know what I'm saying, like that is that is what they came up with, you know what I'm saying? Like that they that they felt would, would be a success. Well, I think that they go, um, they were going with numbers, and they said Analytics. on TikTok, he had millions of followers and yeah, views and stuff. True. So you know how these days they say a lot of um, big record companies kind of want you to be already packaged have mm-hmm. a following and stuff. So yeah. this was probably kind of a way to do something different and innovative and already have a core audience behind whatever they were trying to do. Yeah, but I, I feel like it watered down, like, the situation. Like, I really wouldn't want to see this become a thing, me personally. Well, nobody does. Um because when stuff like this happens, it, it begins to um, overshadow, like, real artists. artists right. Um, and then that made me feel like they would start they would start trying to take the likeness of artists that passed and, like, start, make AI yeah, versions morphing. of them. And, yeah, that, that's probably the, the whole, um, the whole idea behind it. Yeah. But he definitely seemed like a gimmick. Uh, very gimmicky. Um, but very, um, I don't have the word right hey, now. <laughs> I don't got it either. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but, um, I don't think that they, um, expected or thought about the sensitivity of everybody today. Like, I, I want to know why, why do they feel like, that you need to say nigga. Because uh, a black person wrote it. Okay. And I and I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. No, no, I got and they saying he was supposed to be black, but like He just looked like he had a tan, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um but the thing is, I think had they presented all three of creators i think they shouldn't have said nothing period so this is so this is my question to you why introduce this through 
rap rap music? Why not do a pop artist? Why not do you know what I'm saying? Why not do a pop artist or something like that? Like why a rapper? Well, maybe that maybe they all like rap. Maybe it's just that simple. But I think where they failed at was when you create something like that, the creators aren't always meant to be seen. Yeah. I think if they went ahead and just pushed the, you know, the AI FN Mecca and let him go through the motions of being a quote unquote artist without seeing the creator. But I think because this was the first thing of this kind, you had, and because of the space and time we're in, there was no way for them to hide behind it. Yes, it is. How? You don't have to be seen. I'm not saying you have to be seen, but somebody was going to find a way to find out who. I mean, you can find a way to find out stuff, but it was like that day he got signed. And then maybe like within hours to the next day, you had one of the creators up and that was the white one. And then after that, it was like, oh, my God, he's the creator. So in everybody's mind, he's the creator. He's the rapper. He's the one that says, you know what I'm saying? So now that's where you get the problems. But why Why wouldn't you make an artist in a likeness of yourself? I mean, I wouldn't. Well, I probably would because I'm pretty dope. But <laughs> be quiet. Well, when I say but, in the likeness of yourself, I just mean like. Why didn't they make like a white rapper or, or uh, because that's already a gimmick. No. Being a a white rapper in the regular world, human is already quote unquote a gimmick. Got you. So, but like you remember Cedar's World on on BET? Mm-hmm. It was years after. That show wasn't even on anymore that I even found out who Cedar was. You did yeah. not know who Cedar was outside. You thought that that was her. That was, if somebody came somewhere with that voice, I wouldn't, I'd be like, oh, okay, she sound like Cedar. Yeah, no, I, I got you. I, I was just, you know what I mean? I was just throwing it throwing it out there. Yeah, you know I think the, like, the, the potential fame ruined it. For the creators. Yeah, and I think saying like I think what blew a hole in too when they said nigga. I think that Well that too, but You know what I'm saying? I think that took it up a notch because it already was like a thing that, you know what I mean, that made you scratch your head and look at it a certain type of way anyway. You know well, what I'm saying? People's gonna do that anyway, but right. if you didn't know who's the creator or you couldn't pinpoint it, you were all that it was gonna be a it's it's always gonna be people that's gonna have a problem with anything. It's is black people that have a problem with saying nigga. Black people saying it, white people saying it. They don't mm-hmm. want anybody to say it. So you were already going to have a core audience that, that didn't like that period. Right. So I feel like if they just came out and just kept on doing what they did without showing the faces of the creator, they would have been all right. Because Obviously, he had what, like, ten million followers on TikTok. Yeah, he had a core audience already. Yeah, they could have went with that and had no problem. So, so this is my question: With him having ten million followers on TikTok and all that, was he saying nigga prior prior to, or was this a new thing? He had to be. 
because we it, we haven't heard any new music well, no new music coming out they were just saying he got signed yeah I get to you there. The fame killed it. Well, I wasn't fucking with it regardless. Well, I ain't know nothing about it. Look, I ain't either. I ain't <laughs> find out about it till the shit went up and came down. I'm like, who is that? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't fucking with it at all. It's oh, um, you know what I'm saying? Why we why we in the midst of talking about like music and. You know what I'm saying? We were just talking about sneakers and all that. So let's talk about, you know what I'm saying? Um, you have a black designer who realized that Balenciaga has took a design of his. So so basically he, well, I forgot specifically what year it was, but he had went to. Um, he got invited to. to a party private, with yeah, a private party. A lot of um influencers, mm-hmm. wealthy people, a lot of designers. You know, in a room at uh probably as a designer you would want to be in be in and network with the people in that room. Correct. And he wore his shirt and mm-hmm. said free on there. And like he had this whole special meaning behind it. Yeah, so um coming from Lamont Tory Stapleton that's the name of the designer who had created the brand. Struggle is common. Yeah. So at the start of 2019, um, after losing a friend to lifelong battle with addiction, addiction yes, he released a line called Struggle is Common. Mm-hmm. He said his goal was to remind people that they're not alone and to encourage them to face their problems head on if they truly wish to be free. Hence, why the um shirt said free free correct um and so uh, like in this party he said he got a lot of compliments it was people like the kardashians and yeah. you know people like that and, and then, it showed it showed actually had footage and pictures of him actually in the shirt yeah and then they also proceeded to show like a campaign uh video with diddy in the shirt and others in the shirt yes and they sold it with like a 25 time markup price um and so basically he wants you know what i'm saying um balenciaga to get in contact with him you know what i mean to talk about you know what i'm saying what was done um right because it was it wasn't like it's okay you can put free on a shirt yeah all the time anytime anybody can do it they did the exact, exact same shirt, shirt with exact the exact same, same font, font with the exact same <laughs> yeah like Dag, you didn't change nothing. It, Not a thing. Did you at least pinch the bitch? Like <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't change anything. Nothing. And and maybe like you know, they felt like they could get away with it. And tried you know twenty five times. Yeah. Twenty five times the price he was charging. Tragic. Correct. I mean, you could at least like made the proceeds go towards, you know, uh programs that, you know, help people with drug addiction. Something. Right. And and you know what I'm saying, like as designers and different things like that, you know, you you strive to get to a place where your work is recognized. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's like a catch twenty two in a situation like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, in one, it's in one aspect, it's like it's kind of dope that your stuff been copied to an extent because it's like your idea was good enough for them to take it. But in hindsight, it's a situation also of, you know what I'm saying, instead of you incorporating me in my idea, you felt like you had the power to steal it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a, it's a, it's a frustrating thing, you know what I'm saying, as as being a designer who is coming up and doing different things and trying to make your own stamp in these different spaces, you know what I'm saying? Especially for him who was able to get in a room with some, with some of the biggest names. Yeah. And that was potentially supposed to be a situation to raise awareness and, and bring his brand to a whole nother level. Right. Mm. But now we only getting to know him, know his name and know of his brand because of the fact, you know what I'm saying? It has been notified that, they like they put on the post borrowed (laughs) quote unquote quote unquote you know what i'm saying his design i need to borrow a million dollars (laughs) borrow two i'm saying you know what i'm saying and you know i mean this is an ongoing thing like throughout history and within fashion because you have so many blurred lines when it comes to trademark and what what he was in a couple of pictures with them Kardashians now. Oh, here she go with this. Look, I ain't saying somebody stole it, but look, a lot of black designers have problems with those Kardashians. And and don't Kanye look, you know, yay, 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 my boy. Sometimes. But uh don't he work with Balenciaga? Yeah, he worked with Balenciaga. Okay, so you know what they mean. They but but do I think do I think he was working with him as heavy as he was working with him now? I don't know if he was working with him as heavy. No, nah, because he would have took a, took credit for that if that was his stuff. So, yeah. But I'm saying them Kardashians, you gotta watch them. They slick. <laughs> they probably you, you, they you, probably you, got you. a you better check Chris. She probably got a percentage from that. You you be having your foot on their neck. I'm just saying. I don't have my foot on their neck. Oh, it's on their neck. They can pay me to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a tough situation to like tell designers and artists to beware. Um obviously the the most and and then the thing is too, like some things can't be copyrighted or trademarked. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in that space too, it's like it's like, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? And, and and that's the thing. They have the legal team and they got the people that, that they can have to look into certain things. You know what I'm saying? To know like, oh, they won't be able to fight me on this. or I want to know. They won't be able to batter me on this. Sometimes you just want to know who said something. Yeah. Who said something? And, and that's, and that's, that's kind of like the biggest thing. But like, just think about this. Some Balenciaga designer could have been in could have been in that space. It was them Kardashians. <laughs> I'm telling. 
Yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you ride with that one. I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm just. I'm just talking from you know just history. Okay. 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 Just talking from history. Okay. So Missouri announces the return of corporal punishment in schools by using a paddle. What are your thoughts being a parent? Look, you better not touch my kid. I'm from Wishing Nigga Woods. I'm saying, like, it's all good and dandy when Mrs. Jenkins, that everybody had came through her second grade class. Everybody in your family came through her second grade class. So she know who bad and who not. Mm-hmm. But we live in Missouri. But I'm 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 gonna tell you something. I came like when when I was when I was a kid, I came in like on the back end of that. You know what I'm saying? When they were still doing like paddling and stuff. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? So like I had got paddled one time, mama went off, like mama, mama raised hell. Yeah, like don't touch my kid. You know what I'm saying? And and like I don't even think I did nothing that that fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 the even worst part about it. Right. But I feel like we just in a space and time too where like you know what I'm saying? The parents aren't allowed to discipline their children a certain way without you know what I'm saying, you know, they, consequences. Without consequences. So why should a stranger be able to allow discipline, especially when you see how some of these teachers are unwarrantedly putting their hands on students. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like targeting kids and grades, uh, just put put a paddle in the hand of some no. No thank you call yeah, me. How does that fit your I'll description of, of uh you know what I'm saying? Like like nah. If I can't come in there and and, and spank my kid right. in the principal's office because they did something, you shouldn't be allowed to touch my kid at all facts and like what's crazy is when i when i sit and think about like i'm like damn so in elementary school you know what i'm saying like they thought that was okay to to paddle a, a little a, you know what i'm saying like yeah. a little kid like that's that's crazy when when like now that i'm like really internalized and thinking about it you know what i'm saying like ain't ermin it was like like raising hell yeah you know what I'm saying about that about that situation. You, you just gonna have. I think it's just gonna be too many situations. And why 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 are we coming to like this full circle shit where it's like shit that wasn't that they deem wasn't okay. Why how why all of a sudden like y'all trying to make this shit okay? You know what I'm saying in in, in y'all space. Right. It, because it, let's just say it's a black teacher, a white child. Yeah. And they get paddled. Let's just say they get a smack on the hand, and they go home and and scream bloody murder to their uh parent that has a lot of power in the school district. Yeah. Then this person, all of a sudden, doesn't have a job. I don't. I don't even understand why this was something that needs to be revisited or even held a conversation about. Uh, me neither, because I'm not gonna lie. Um. You know how the school calls and says like certain things and they might have like certain messages mm-hmm. on the first day of school. They were like, oh, OK, good. Um, the first week. OK, good job. You know, coming in, dropping your kids, you know, keeping the flow of the morning and evening routines. We ask that you please refrain from cussing any of the teachers or aides out 
as they are. So, like, when you do that, we in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, somebody paddling. You just trying to hurry up because you got to go. Where is your kid at? And you throw a couple of cuss words out or something. Somebody hit your kid. You think these parents ain't coming behind that kid like that? Oh, Harder yeah. than a cuss word? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, this is something I'm definitely going to stay tapped into. You know what I'm saying? I don't uh, think it's gonna. I, I don't think it's gonna pan out well. It, I don't think it, nobody's it, it using it. It better not. N- nobody's gonna use that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I'm still gonna keep a keep it to the streets with it and see. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's going on with it? Um, and we we we'll just keep y'all updated. You know what I'm saying on that. If anybody went to jail or not. Shit. This is, I just know it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's too much. So, Annette, so you had the Little League, like the National Little League, like, um, championship, right? Mm-hmm. And on national TV, it was a, it was a team where there was only one little black boy. And on national TV, they put cotton, the players had put cotton in his head. Like, Mind you, it was fake cotton. Yeah, it wasn't even real cotton. It's just my thing of it is like, where's the, where's the, where's the coaches, where's the adults, what is happening? Oh, you know what I'm saying? What is happening? And why do they feel like it's okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and you know what I'm saying? Everybody I apparently felt like it was okay because they got one of the, um, the ESPN announcer said that's just little leaguers being little little leaguers right there what nah nah not at all and like i can't i can't tell a little black boy like he should have been fighting them all or like whatever i don't know what type of demeanor he have i don't know what type of other instances he have dealt with in the past with these teammates right you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just trying to play a sport he loves, and his family probably trying to put him in the, the best, you know what I mean? Situation, case initial, yeah. yeah. situation to win and to be at the top of his game. And he's just sitting there like, and that, and that's, and that's, I have to fit. It, it, I was reading something where they were like, he, his, the way that they interpreted his face was like, you know, just being a black man in America, why you want to turn around and fight all of them it's more of you having to put yourself in you know you try you have to be in this room so you just conform yeah and because you can't fight them all at the same time like as bad as i would want one of my kids to be successful in the sport you know what i'm saying like i wouldn't want them to have to endure anything of that magnitude uh, also, I would want to try to make sure, like, they would be comfortable, you know what I'm saying, to tell me what's going on. Because I don't feel like this was the first time something like this happened. Oh, no. I, I remember um, some of my uh, cousins were like, uh, they were twins. Um, they still are, but they're like <laughs> baseball prodigies. And the same, like, teams my my cousin had to make sure he was at every game every practice you know how Mm -hmm. sometimes you can drop your kids off with somebody and no because if 
they weren't playing for this team, that's the kind of team where they'll probably get hung. They're there strictly for their talent, they their stats, and what they can bring to that team. Yeah. And it was crazy. And, and after a while, he was like, well, we can't do it anymore because it's just – it's, it wasn't safe and it wasn't good for their mental capacity right. to be on a team with kids who had parents like that who would eventually think like that and possibly end up in some type of situation where they're getting cotton put in their head at a little league game on ESPN. Right, and that's something, you know what I'm saying, that's going to be out there forever. You know what I'm saying? Man. And that's, you know what I mean, that's 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 a that's a crazy situation. Like like me, if I was there like as a fan, you know what I'm saying? I would have been disgusted. I ain't gonna lie, I probably would have raised up on them kids. They would have, they probably would have taken me to jail. Like where are the parents and the coaches? Because yeah. it's fake cotton. Yeah. So where did it come from? Yeah, no, that that was that was something that they, you know what I'm saying, obviously I guess planned. Not with my kid. No, oh, no. Mm-mm. Where was his parents at? And then, see, that's the thing. Sometimes, you know what I mean, you got these prodigies who come from backgrounds, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know his situation specifically. Right. But you have backgrounds where the parent may not be able to afford to travel with the team or yeah. different things like that or have to work to, you know what I'm saying, to maintain certain things so they're entrusting that yeah. he is in good hands. You know what I'm saying? So it comes also down to, like, just good communication from him and letting the parent know what's going on, but it's not always that easy or simple. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No matter how much we might feel like, well, I would have did this, even if we would have, you know what I'm saying? We can't like speak on like, you know what I'm saying? Like him as an individual. So you would be like him. You really can't speak on it. And then sometimes too, like when we, when our parents have put us in a situation to succeed, or whatever else, you know what I'm saying? That could have been a situation where he like, I don't want to blow it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to blow my shot. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was it's just it's just a uh, a sad thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like just like another thing, like in Texas, uh, a woman was rushed to the hospital after she touched a napkin in her handle of her car. Like, this situation, like, like really, like, pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And she just said like, she didn't even, she didn't touch it. She didn't fully touch. Like, if she, she fully would touch, she probably. Like, with her finger, yeah. nail fingertips, it was like, what is, But you she know, still grabbed the handle. When she came back. Yeah. 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 She and she was lucky she that her husband was with her. You know what I'm saying? Um. It's just it's just sad that women gotta go through or deal with things like this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um We gotta deal with the white vans. We have to deal with the the money on the windshield. We have to deal with the zip ties on on your car now. Yeah, like yeah, like that's you know what I mean? That's 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 a lot. You know what I mean? You wanna go out and have a good time and you know what I'm saying put your time and focus and in, energy into having a good time. Yes. Not having to check, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Cause I remember they were saying some, some people's having stuff on like the windshield of their car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all these different things. And like, 
if you may be like lightly tipsy or inebriated, you know what I'm saying? Like you might not think twice. Get, you know I don't what I'm touch saying? nothing on my windshield. Yeah, no, it's going I, home with me. Right, no, and I, you know what I'm saying, and like, like I said, depending on like the circumstance of certain individuals, they might not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so I just, you know, I just want women and and everybody to stay safe as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, Try to be aware as possible. It's getting closer and closer to the holiday season. Yeah, and they're starting earlier and earlier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and like, and it's like they fit. They pick in certain spots to like target, and and do certain things at where they know is may where maybe like a vast amount of women who yeah. are coming to these and to they, these places, and they're starting to watch yeah. certain women. So you have to be more diligent in how you move. No, most most definitely. So you know what I mean. This is just something we wanted to share because, like, you know. Like I said, luckily she was with her husband, and luckily she, you know what I'm saying, she didn't grab the napkin and touch the door handle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would have been a way worse situation. Um, You know, for us, like, prevention, I don't know what you could say, like, for us, prevention. Um, I just know, like, if you see stuff on your door handle or, like, whatever, yeah. like, don't touch it. You know what I mean? Try to get something else. Uh, a glove or like something to wrap around the door handle where you don't have to physically touch it mm-hmm. uh, and different things like that is like the best that I could say and it's you know what I mean it's just sad that this gotta be a a thing that gotta be thought about in the first place right um and so um so how would you feel mm-hmm. as a woman I, I'm switching gears my bad how, <laughs> You know what I mean? Cause like it had it had me. It still had me like in my mind. Like I was still thinking about it, like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that shit really happening. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But uh, we're gonna switch gears. Uh, so how would you feel if you was married, right? Mm-hmm. And your husband paid for all him and his homeboys to go first class. Okay. And he made you fly economy. I'm not going. So, this situation that we're speaking of, it was a, a husband and wife, you know what I'm saying? The guys, were, they was going on the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, at first, she she wanted to go, but then at first, he wasn't going to let her go. Right. Because it was, a, I think they said it was like an annual and guy's trip guy's or something. Yeah, something like that. And so, then, you know what I'm saying? He was like... Okay, you can go. You got you a flight, but it was not first class with, with them. Um, because he was like she kept nagging her, kept nagging him. You know what I'm saying? Because she was a uh oh. So the details is she was a stay at home mom, and they they used to go out Mm -hmm. all the time. And this time, I guess the trip was somewhere where they never been been before. Yeah, so she can come. Yeah, and and he made the point of saying I forgot exactly what he said. Um, well, you begged to come, you wanted to come so bad, and I bought you a ticket. So right, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 my question is before you get into anything else about the husband, like just as friends. Hold on. Go ahead. So I missed you, something. You, out. you you left some. What I leave out. So. 
I um, think I know what you're talking about too now. She uh when she decided she wasn't gonna go and she went back home, picked up the kids, he came back. Her husband came back and he was mad, but he came back. But the thing was the friend called to chastise her yeah, and all yeah, of that. Yep, yep, yep. And tell her she was ungrateful and all that, yep. Yeah, so that's where I had the problem. Like I feel like your husband got a husband, honey. Yeah, I, I did feel like, you know what I mean, a lot of that was suspect. You know what I mean? Like, one, I, I wouldn't never let, you know what I'm saying, one of my homeboys so-called, like, check or chastise Mm-mm. anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything I I feel like is a discrepancy or, like, whatever, like, that's for me and her to deal with. Right. And we'll, we'll handle that when we see fit. Um, But you're not finna go tap her line and be like, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you way out of place. You way out of line. And for her husband not to address that or deal with that situation, you know what I'm saying, was lame. But then on top of that, just my thing of it is, too, like, certain shit just common courtesy. Everybody in in first class, you know what I'm saying? And like you say, with him trying to make sure she's so separated, Right. You put her in. See, he didn't even do it right, though. He didn't do it right. If it was a, if you wanted to keep everybody separate, it could have still been a a guy's trip. And then you could have took your wife on a separate trip. She said you guys didn't go anywhere. Y'all could have both went coach on her and then she wouldn't have knew nothing. But then, but then also like, he seemed like he seemed like the type type nigga who probably wouldn't take on an equal value trip. That's because he got a husband. He got to take his husband places while his wife watches kids. Yeah, but this whole situation is fucked up. It is. Like I, I would have did exactly what she did. Like you, like oh no, she, I'm not going. If she, if she a stay at home mother, she putting in different type of work, and she, she letting you know what. Is lacking or or what needs she need to be fulfilled. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to tap into that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like okay. we said, some, some ain't right. Just like that. What What is that? Oh, why did I get married? Sheila and, um, what's his name? <laughs> when he made her get off the yeah. She was too big to be on the yeah. plane. He made her drive up the mountain. Mountain, yeah. And went with her homegirl. Yeah. Who he was messing with? This the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. But in that movie, them tables turned like a motherfucker. Though, it didn't did, it? and it's probably gonna turn on him too and his husband. Yeah, and no, I'm gonna keep saying that because that's that is how this is going. Yeah, it's some definitely some fucked up energy. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I I be trying to figure out like what be a motherfucker headspace like when they when they doing this shit and like thinking this shit okay. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't really wrap my, I can't really wrap my head around it for real. Me neither. Cause if anything, even if let's say first class was sold out, wouldn't you, you know what I'm saying? Put your wife up there and you take the other ticket or I guess depending on the relationship with your guys, but, but, I, but obviously, still. but obviously like, I don't know. Everything for me, like it wouldn't have been no trip if 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 a nigga called himself checking 
checking my wife. Oh yeah. About about a ticket, and then this this is my thing too. If I if I go to get her a ticket, and I see like the ticket ain't condu- conducive to what we got going on, then like I definitely would have to book a separate trip. ASAP for us to to bust some moves and make right. sure it's up to par. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's the shit that got me. You know what I mean? It's just like, then you try to keep like, and that's my thing. Like, I don't know if the uh, first class was full or if he was trying to keep her separate on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With that, the way he's moving, not, like that's yeah, that's, that's what makes you what, feel. That that that's not what it what it seems to be. Yeah. He could have easily said that, but and 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 then like from her perspective, it seemed like there has been a shift in a marriage for a while. He wouldn't have got a husband. Yeah, man, that shit. <laughs> that shit is crazy, crazy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like to be out like that, though. Yeah. Y'all yes. have to be disrespectful. No, you because ain't getting... she she made the decision not to go on the trip. Yeah, you could have got a credit or anything and kept on going. You mad because she mad. You knew she was gonna be mad. She was supposed to sit back there and be happy about it. But my thing of it is, she says she's not going on the trip. That you could do at least do something nice. You know what I'm saying to yeah. to compensate for her not going on the trip. And she not go not not going on the trip. And like going home, she went straight to go get y'all kids. So yeah. is she like, oh, okay, I ain't going. Let me go to my mama's house and get the kids. Yeah, like she falling right back into her role and, and playing a solid position. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why you? Why you being a fuck nigga? Mm, With your husband. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying the way it followed up and he, he came and chastised them. Yeah, nah. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's that's, that's weirdo energy for yeah. sure. Yeah, like I like I like anybody that's anybody that's cool with me wouldn't even, wouldn't even think to do no shit like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So like the audacity for you to even feel comfortable to like tap the tap the line to dial the number or to tap the name to. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could see my face. Yeah, niggas weird, man. This is we in some weird times. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh you got anything you wanna add? Um Nope. How you know? I was about to say something. What was you about to say? I forgot now. No, you didn't. Yes I did. You ain't had nothing. I just forgot. She does this every time. I think she just liked this back and forth. I think that's what that, I think that's what that is. But I miss arguing with you. Probably do. Mm. I ain't, I ain't mad at you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ain't got nothing. To, I ain't got nothing either. So like, so sometimes I be needing you to have some because I know I don't be having nothing. Oh my gosh! And but you know, it's it's just how it is. It's well, all I don't good have though. Anything? Well, I mean, we almost to fall. We almost to our favorite time of yeah. year. This year went by fast. No, it did. It did. I'm I'm already looking forward to the holidays now. Are you? Yeah, no, for sure. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking forward to it now. I'm simple. Duh. Nah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you, you, he don't sleep, ladies and gentlemen. So. 
You 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 simple to an extent. What you mean? So you trying to say I'm not simple? You I'm just said you were simple. I I know that's why I'm trying to like. Yeah. Talk to myself and you saying that I'm mm-hmm. not simple. Yeah. I'm not simple. I am simple. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, and you just said it twice after me <laughs> correcting you. So there you go. You speaking to yourself and you telling the truth. So it's all it's all good. Well, don't have these good people out here thinking I'm difficult. Well, shout out to everybody who've been showing us love and who've been listening. We this, appreciate you. This month we hit one of the highest stream months of the podcast. Period. Yes. You know what I'm saying with five thousand plus streams. Like, thank you. We graciously appreciate you. We do. So, with y'all listening this heavily and showing us love, we need y'all to re-up on another month of these 5,000 streams. Mm-hmm. Keep so, on going back. So, we can match our, what we hit last year. And so, we can go ahead and break that record and, and keep climbing up with these numbers. So, we're, gr- we're very we're very grateful, you know what I'm saying, of your support and all your streams. You know what I'm saying? So, thank you so much. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it. And with that being said, this is More Sneakers Podcast, episode 101, with your host, T.O. Sneakers, and my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams.